podcast about love stories in all shapes and sizes hey hi i always say kendall i I say it differently i feel like when i'm doing the little intro part than in real life hi i'm kendall like i enunciate the dole kendall yeah wait how do you say it normally kendall kendall hi i'm kendall (laughs) (laughs) anyways hi how are you (laughs) oh i'm good how are you I am good. It was 60 degrees here and sunny, <gasps> and wow. I went for a nice walk. It was warm. I felt rejuvenated, truly. The sun coming out really brings you back to life. <laughs> I know. It's like, have you seen those TikToks? I mean, I don't believe I have um, seasonal affective disorder. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's the right way of saying it. Yeah. But it's truly like you don't realize until it's a nice sunny day in like the middle of spring that you're like holy cow yeah i miss this that's why i sit in this chair all day because the sunlight like this yeah something about where the sun is is just perfect with this window and i'm like a cat basking it up truly and i took a nap my son comes in from this window and my couch is right across i took a nap there (laughs) my kittens were on the chair i'm on and we just all like we're snoozing away so warm and i was just like oh, this is great <laughs> oh what's new do you have any update kitty i'd say my only update is that kitty is here she's adjusting she spends most of her time under the bed still mm-hmm. but she is slowly acclimating and getting more comfortable which is very good i'm very Yay. proud of her good job kitty wait so (laughs) she was an indoor outdoor kitty well she was outdoor and then indoor outdoor Uh and now she's fully indoor right well she's always been indoor outdoor oh okay it's just sometimes she like in the past has taken off for a little bit (laughs) on her own kitty trip (laughs) yeah she has her little vacation all by herself and then she'll come back and eat and stuff especially in the summer yeah um usually in the winter she stays inside more so it should be so she's gonna be indoor now hopefully Mm -hmm. um so we'll see how that goes when it uh starts to get nicer out and she you know maybe wants let me out mom um but we talked to her vet and got some recommendations for making the transition so hopefully it will be okay so far so good she um we have this we have a deck and like a big a door with a big window that she will look at and Currently, she gets freaked out when, like, a car goes by, or she gets especially freaked out when somebody's walking by. She's like, Aww. red alert. Oh. <laughs> I need to get danger. out of here. Yeah. So, she's she's uh, getting used to it, which is nice. Good. Yeah. We're high hopes and positive vibes for kids. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do you have any updates? I don't think so, except I found out someone tried to break into someone next to me yeah and that freaked me out um but i don't know they i don't think they were successful in breaking in Hmm. and it was like in the middle of the day too which is even so weird so especially when people are working from home like i know like not very smart (laughs) get better at robbing (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um 
I don't know. There is a guy in my specific building. I think I've told you about him, but he's he's very um. I I could count on him if something was going wrong. Yeah. And he, my mom was leaving my condo the other day and was talking with him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no one's gonna mess with this building." <laughs> so I'm like, "Period." <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I know it's if like anything, that TikTok, there's the door. Yeah. <laughs> there's the door, bitch. <laughs> yeah, truly. But anyways, so I think other than that, I don't have anything else. Well, I'm glad it was not your building and hopefully they are bad robbers elsewhere from now yeah. on. Or preferably not robbers, but yeah. Bad breakers and enterers. Yeah. <laughs> um we also found out that Ring makes a doorbell camera that goes through your peephole. Yeah, yeah. So you can and have it where you can't drill. Yeah, I so we might that. get that. You should definitely get that. Yeah. Safe. Mm, to spy on the neighbors. Love just kidding. No, just kidding. I was no. googling peephole camera so many times. I felt like such a weirdo. <laughs> um, wait, no. My second update is that my neighbor downstairs. I told. Yeah. I think I saw. I'm tragic about this, but bless his heart. There's a 19 year old kid that lives downstairs, and him and his girlfriend um have a tumultuous relationship, <laughs> from what I can tell. And he his bedroom happens to be directly beneath my my office slash second bedroom which makes sense because you know the layouts are probably the same but i can literally hear every single thing that happens and oh no normally it doesn't affect me that much but i was on a work call and he was screaming at the top of his lungs saying like i'm leaving i'm leaving and i'm like okay leave because you're really (laughs) uh, impacting my day so (laughs) anyways one of these days i might go down there and say something but just so you know well i mean that's relevant for a lot of reasons right yeah but teenagers scare me so yeah i don't know anyways hmm. i'll i'll give an well, update if anything else happens best of luck <laughs> i'll need it <sighs> um should we get should into we? it yes it's episode 35 um the theme is revenge nope lovers lovers revenge. lovers revenge yep which is a lot of fun in some cases maybe (laughs) yeah um i i'm curious to see what your facts are and what your story is because normally we kind of touch base yeah and we didn't really so yeah hopefully we didn't duplicate anything but yeah it'll be fine we'll see Okay, I have three facts. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Okay. Mine are uh, all studies. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. So, um, I was reading this article, I guess, about uh, talking about revenge in general, mm-hmm. and it equated, it equated it to sunk costs. Are you familiar with that? No. Okay. Well, maybe. Probably. So, in economics and business making slash decision making... <laughs> Uh, sunk costs refer to costs that have already been incurred and can never be recovered to any significant degree. Yikes. So, like, you you basically, it's just a cost that got sunk. 
So a rational actor does not let sunk cost influence any decision making since past costs cannot be recovered. And a practical business person would be forward looking, ignoring these sunk costs since there's nothing to do to to make up for it. Huh. And it equates revenge to this because revenge is an attempt to recover sunk costs. But forgiveness is the decision to have that forward-looking mindset, regardless of the sunk cost. So revenge is really something that you're trying to, like, go back and, like, the damage has already been done. You mm-hmm. can, if if someone wrongs you, you can't. That that's not revenge isn't going to change that. Yeah. So, oh cool man. Way of, or cool way of thinking of it, especially in um, relationships. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You put in so much energy and time and yeah it's big sunk cost but but i mean depends how you look at it yeah it's not it's not always bad you learn from it what doesn't <laughs> make you stronger okay my light keeps yeah, going out I, and i'm like oh i know i'm like can we not uh, for, okay this lamp were you there this lamp is the lamp I got at Value Village in Tacoma. I've, I've never been to Value Village. It was for some res life thing. And I'm obsessed with it. It's so cute. But I'm also like, it seems like it's from the 60s or something, like for mm-hmm. real. And I'm like, is it about to catch on fire? Maybe. Or is the light bulb going out? What's the situation? Cool. So we'll see. Okay. We should get a fire extinguisher. I don't think I have one either. Well, fingers crossed. Okay. So my first study, since I have all studies, um, is from a psychology researcher named Dr. Ian McKee, who explains um, people who are more vengeful tend to be those who are motivated by power, by authority, and by the desire for status. They Mm. don't want to lose face. So McKee's study, which surveyed 150 undergrads, again, um, (laughs) or undergrads, honestly, found that those who favored revenge had a respect for authority and tradition, Mm -hmm. were generally less forgiving, and also less focused on values of, like, universal connectedness. Mm. Um, And other studies show that revenge is very rooted in culture. So, for example, there's a big difference um in why and how people take revenge in individualist versus collectivist societies so in the u.s which is very individualistic Mm -hmm. someone might try to get revenge if another person infringes on what they believe to be their rights for example (laughs) yelling at somebody because they're trying to make you wear a mask Uh, (laughs) a little relevant Um, but in more collectivist cultures, people might seek revenge if someone embarrasses them in front of an an important group or something. Mm -hmm. So like the, the motivations vary. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that they, um, value authority more. It's almost like if you value authority more, you, and someone's wronged you, you feel like you have to take that authority stance and be like, I need to put you in your place because authority is like, you know yeah and um in some ways it's more like an eye for an eye kind of like Mm. old beliefs about how justice should be served you know really interesting interesting always interesting (laughs) (laughs) um i keep i'm sorry i'm in the middle of grading essays and it's so funny they're always like it's so interesting that this author says it's interesting and it it, (laughs) it reminds me 
<laughs> it reminds me of what we always say after I love facts. I know. I mean, sorry, it is interesting, obviously. Honestly. And obviously, we we handpicked these, so we think they're interesting. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> Anyways, we'll try to get better. No, we won't. It's absolutely <laughs> It's going to say the exact same. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, okay, so I also read about a study. So Vanessa Van Edwards, who is a published author, wrote this very in-depth piece about revenge. So shout out to you, Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. So a group of Swiss researchers wanted to know what happens to the brain when someone... Okay, I don't know what this word means. Reaps? Let me Google No it. idea. How do you spell it? Re... A... A... Like... R-E-A... Oh, re... <laughs> what? Reaps. <laughs> it's been a long day can i tell you that i've already worked 45 hours this week and it's thursday so complete pass you're all good re-apps jeez louise kendall (laughs) that's really embarrassing um interesting okay it just looks like you're being paparazzi (laughs) once again like always it is a mess <laughs> i can't believe you said reap <laughs> it is kind of funny <laughs> okay <laughs> i can't I need to go so a group of swiss researchers wanted to know what happens in the brain when someone reaps revenge oh. so that is a that is a weird use of the word so i get it thank you thank you (laughs) i feel validated um so they scanned the brains of people who had just been wronged during a game and then the researchers gave them a chance to punish the other person get revenge Uh and then recorded the brain as they contemplated whether or not they should take them up on the offer Uh and they nerd nerdist (laughs) jeez and they noticed a rush of neural activity in the condite nucleus, which is the part of the brain known to process rewards. Mm. So they deduced that revenge in the brain was similar to a reward. But after a few moments of finding it revor- rewarding, eventually it found that it prolongs the unpleasantness feeling of the original offense. So it's like immediately you're like yeah revenge would be so good oh i can't wait to get revenge but then even if you do get revenge or you i guess if you act on that reward feeling you would just feel prolonged unpleasantness yeah it's interesting because reward oh geez interesting but (laughs) it's like it's kind of what you expect you know yeah yeah um it's funny that we you know didn't consult with each other because i also have that study as my next study but i have a few more details i'm sorry no it's perfect i'm building on what kendall said (laughs) but in addition to it um kind of triggering like the reward circuit and switching from um feeling emotional pain to feeling like pleasure because of um like the act of revenge at least initially um People also, like, are aware that 
getting revenge will give them this pleasurable experience even if it's Mm -hmm. only fleeting and so that's why people like seek it in the first place because you're anticipating the pleasure of revenge after getting rejection so um that also might make people less able to think about the consequences of their actions because they're too focused on feeling better through this act of revenge yikes yeah that's so weird how it would like (laughs) blind you from it's so weird how the brain works in general that it remembers that feeling and is like Mm -hmm. yeah that's worth doing this potentially dangerous or terrible thing or you know harmless thing but yeah it has that like memory of we need to chase that feeling especially when it's like just to get rid of emotional pain Mm. you know it's not like i mean it probably in most circumstances or at least in relationships you're like in some circumstances at least you're not like in danger or like very like existentially wronged or whatever you're just you know sad and hurt and then to like risk whatever to because of your feelings or to like have the chance to feel better even for a moment yeah (laughs) so um my last part was how to do like how to attempt a healthy revenge Mm. so that's helpful right so there's a quote from frank sinatra that says the best revenge (laughs) is massive success oh so vanessa van edwards suggests instead of putting all your energy into revenge Put that same intensity into your success, your goals, your hustling to get what you want and towards your growth. And the reward center in your brain will still be firing because it'll be excited thinking about how great it will be to achieve those goals. While it might not be the same exact feeling, it still is rewarding more to have the long-term success than the short-term revenge. Hmm. Although that's not always easy. I was trying to think, I'm like, yeah. have I ever, like, committed revenge? <laughs> committed. I don't know that I have. I don't know if I have either. Yeah, it's, like, a very active thing to yeah, to seek it, you know? Yeah, I don't have another love fact. Okay, so perfect. So, let's move on to stories. Let's get into it. I'm going first, right? Yep. Okay, so I have one, like, event story, like, real okay. life event, and then I have two personal funny stories well not personal to me personal to random people on there okay (laughs) okay so i don't have pictures sorry (laughs) (laughs) so in 2012 a man called police saying that a passenger was armed with liquid liquid explosives on a u.s air flight to dallas oh no So the Philadelphia police received a call around 7 a.m. from a person stating that a specific individual named, they named this person by name, had explosive liquid on him and was attempting to get past TSA and onto the Dallas-bound flight. Oh, no. So Christopher Schell, a salesman in his 20s who travels frequently between Philadelphia and Dallas, was the suspect. (laughs) Or, uh-huh. Yeah, that's the right word. So, a full-scale SWAT response uh, arrived to the plane um, <laughs> and took him, removed him from the plane. The um, chief of police said Christopher was obviously very alarmed, as I would be if heavily armed police entered a plane to take me off. He was certainly stunned. Yeah. However, he was fully cooperative. Um, 
And in an unlikely coincidence that made this even more suspicious, Shell had been sped through security by a friend. I'm not sure if that meant he had a friend who worked in TSA. That's kind of what it seemed like. Yeah. But he posted after that on Facebook saying that he got through security and it had been a breeze. Oh, no. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) completely unrelated, but just a bad timing post. Horrible timing. Either that or he's, like, the worst criminal. Yeah. (laughs) But, so, otherwise, this post wouldn't have mattered. But given the circumstances, obviously, this was, like, very suspicious. So, um... (laughs) His, like, mom's liking it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, an... Chris's ex-girlfriend and a man believed to be her current boyfriend were taken into custody as they appear to have created the hoax bomb threat and were questioned by the federal authorities in Philadelphia. So the one of the passengers on the plane kind of described it a little bit. Um, His name is Kurt Weber. So before the plane turned around, Weber said the pilot went into the intercom or went on to the intercom and said they were having trouble with instruments and needed to turn around. So if you hear them say that, means means something's going down. <laughs> I think you don't want to hear anybody say anything we on We need a plane. to turn around. Like, no. no. We really don't. We, we don't. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> um... When they landed, they saw a bunch of emergency and police vehicles racing around. And the lady next to Kurt said, oh, I'm sure glad we aren't going where those guys are going. But then a few minutes later, they entered the plane. (laughs) That's so awkward. I'm like, oh, what's happening over there? Like, oh, okay. (laughs) That's for us. Yeah. So they entered from the rear, which I thought was interesting. I mean, why are you making that face? (laughs) (laughs) It's just so funny. They entered from the back. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, they're like being sneaky. Which yeah, is, but I you're, mean, you've, your cover's blown. You're not being sneaky. Everybody knows you're there. Why, why are you coming from that way? Right. So they sounded like a stampede. They said four SWAT <laughs> oh, no. guys in all black with lasers on their weapons. Their weapons were drawn and focused on Christopher. <gasps> Could you imagine... Just like you're going on your business trip, you've never like done anything wrong. I don't know if Christopher has, but <laughs> I've never done anything wrong. And four SWAT people come in with guns drawn, coming towards you, handcuff you on the ground. That'd be so confusing. <laughs> Anyways, so he was handcuffed on the ground in seconds. His luggage was searched, no explosives. Thank God. Nobody end- planted anything. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Could you imagine? That reminds me, when I was going to my sister's wedding, um, I had a carry-on filled with candles because <laughs> <laughs> she lives in the middle of nowhere and couldn't get this kind of candle. So I was bringing them and TSA was like, mm, you really shouldn't bring this many candles into a plane. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, that's funny. I ha- Wait, I have a TSA story. <laughs> it's not that funny, but or it's not that good, but... Do you, did you ever use that chi, um, hair protectant spray, heat protectant? I, no, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, my mom had just gotten me a full bottle of that, and um, oh no. I think it was expensive. In my yeah. little kid brain, it was expensive, and <laughs> I guess I, when I was young, and even now, 
I when I pack, I just throw things in. It's a it's a bad habit. I think I've said that before on the podcast. I just am not a good packer. Okay, so <laughs> I just throw things in. And twelve year old Kendall did not understand the liquid rule. Right. So I remember they pulled my bag, and I was like, Oh my god, what's going on? And they made me throw it away. <gasps> Brand that, new. That is expensive. Yeah. I just was your that. mom there? She was like, Yeah. She's like, What the hell, Kendall? <laughs> really? You brought the whole thing? i just need to spritz like ten thousand squirts into a bottle anyways (laughs) okay that that's the end of that story the ex-girlfriend and her current boyfriend wanted to are did they are they being tried like i didn't see any updates outside of this 2012 article from abc Hmm. new news Mm -hmm. but i mean i would assume so that's a federal crime so isn't that called swatting doxing no you're right you're right i was thinking doxing and i was no, like no it's you're right doxing is when you um leak an address or phone number or personal information right. you're right swatting they, they would do that with them um, twitch streamers <gasps> they would just call the swat team to the house that's so scary yeah yikes so scary um that's like also talk about making bad decisions when you're seeking revenge like you need to think that one through a little bit more yeah why was like that the end what's the end goal there that they're gonna, gonna find work? out there's yeah no... they're gonna find out there's no bomb yeah then and what? then you're gonna be in trouble <laughs> also liquid bombs that doesn't make sense to me it's like covered in something no it's like chemicals that are hidden in liquid that would make a bomb oh. if ignited with something <laughs> i'm so stupid <laughs> just, i shoved I in the toothpaste bottle no, I think I wasn't like listening oh, enough I was because I, I thought he was like covered in something, <laughs> like in liquid, like he yeah slathered, lathered, not slathered. Um, it's been a long week all it's around, fine. so it's fine. I don't know anything about bombs either. So Why not? <laughs> How am I to know? <laughs> but you can't like Google it because that's incriminating. There so, you go, cops. If you're searching my browser in history, it was because of this podcast that for I was a pod- looking. It's for my podcast. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> judge. <laughs> oh, um, okay, uh, I have two. I don't know how to call these. Two stories. Two, two short stories. stories. <laughs> okay. During my freshman year of college, this guy was dating both me and another girl who lived on the same floor of my dorm dumb idiot be smarter he told each of us that the other was the creepy girl who wouldn't <laughs> leave him alone <laughs> oh man men uh, men <laughs> after the other woman and i talked we finally figured out he was playing us and we both ditched him a Good. few months later his frat had a pie themed fundraiser I paid my $5 and stepped up on their stage, but asked if I could make a request on who to pie. They said, sure. And no one was surprised when my ex got pulled up on stage. I smashed the whipped cream pie in his face and scooped the remaining out and dropped it on his head. He laughed and said, okay, okay, I deserved it, and reached his arm out for a hug and said, I said, yes, you did, and walked away, leaving him hanging. It is still my proudest girl, proudest ever girl power moments. Oh. That's the way to do it. Yes. I love that. You, and plus you can, you know, do that just a little extra hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. Last one. 
years ago, my dumb boyfriend cheated on me while he was away on a cruise. I found out about the cheating before he returned and while he was still out of how. range of the internet. I have no idea. Hmm. <laughs> she wrote a letter. Yeah. <laughs> that got to the cruise ship <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. Um, I broke up with him on his Facebook wall and tagged the girl he cheated on me with in the post who happened to be engaged. Oh. <laughs> so they're both worst. Really stirring the pot. Really, truly. Yeah. It was up for five days and had hundreds of likes and comments, <gasps> including one from his parents, before he returned and could delete it. I love that. His parents are like, oh, idiot. Dumbass. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Nowadays, I'd never do something so immature and vengeful, but I was in high school at the time and the guy was a total douche. Yeah. I think, sounds like it. I think that's fair. Wait, you're in high school and he was hooking up with an engaged woman? Wait a second. Hopefully at the end of high school. <laughs> That's weird. I mean, teach Yeah. Them. Those are my revenge stories. I like those last two. Those are fun. Okay. Some great inspiration ideas. Yeah. It's also, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to assume, but it seems like these are all stories of women because all of mine are women taking revenge. Yeah. So... I wonder, hmm. I wonder what the percentages would be uh, with like within age ra- age ranges and yeah. gender. I feel like maybe men taking revenge is like the darker side. Ooh, you know, yeah, like incels. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, or um, other kinds of bad things. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, are you ready for my story? Yes. I also have uh, a few stories, um, but I was, I saw this when I was, you know, first researching and I was like, that's perfect. Okay. So we've talked before on this podcast about how, about how some of the men in our lives are car guys. Uh Um, so I've decided to turn our little love podcast into a car podcast for just a segment. Okay. So maybe this will actually get Zane to listen. Maybe. <laughs> Hi, Zane. Just kidding. He's very supportive. Okay. <laughs> he, he doesn't, he's Does supportive, he but he doesn't man? listen. <laughs> um, no, he's our audio engineer. Honestly. Through and through. <laughs> so um, when I was researching this, I realized that like a genre of people getting revenge on their cheating partners oh. that comes up, um, it's a fan favorite is um people selling their cheating oh. partners cars for pennies on the dollar oh i thought <laughs> you were gonna say like trash it that would it was option number two but i think these are really funny wait does this count as grand theft auto no because if the title's in your name oh so if you're married yeah or if for whatever reason the title's right. in their name i feel like if the title's in both of your names you need their signature but you know maybe it, don't know. I'm Anyways, not a lawyer. A, right. well, Judge. I don't work for the DMV. <laughs> Judge. <laughs> okay, so here are three stories. Um, these, I think, are all heterosexual relationships, uh, and this act of revenge is committed by the woman. Got it. Um, yeah. So who knows how true these are, but here we go. Um, so our first story starts with radio DJ Tim Shaw. A British host on the station Kerrang 105.2, 
who from what little I know about him is trash. Uh, you can see his picture on our website. Yeah, he looks like trash. Yeah. Um, so uh, at the time he was married, at the time of this incident, he was married to 27-year-old Haley Shaw. In general, Tim is the worst. One time he broke into some guy's house as a prank and caused a lot of damage. I think it was like kind of a celebrity like director or something. I don't know. Hmm. Um, and another time he was investigated for pretending to help a suicidal listener while he was working at a different station and i'm not sure if the listener was actually suicidal or if it was like the whole thing was a prank but mm. however it played out bad taste yeah also just bad um so the first straw for his wife Haley, was uh or it happened while she was pregnant on air he called her sister and told everyone listening that he thought about her the sister while having sex with Haley, are you kidding no oh my god this guy Oof. horrible disgusting so the final straw happened when he told model jody marsh on air that he would leave his wife and kids for her <laughs> Haley said yeah Haley said i'm sick of him disrespecting this family for the sake of his act so she got to work she looked at his lotus esprit turbo which according to haggart.com are a forgotten and fairly rare gem famous for appearing in james bond and inspector gadget and valued at around thirty thousand dollars and she got an idea <laughs> it's funny i was like looking this car up and saying like oh why are you looking at a lotus esprit like <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm interested i'm buying one <laughs> um so she decided to list his beloved car on ebay for one dollar yep maybe one pound i don't know sure <laughs> um the listing read i need to get rid of this car in the next two to three hours before my husband gets <laughs> home to find it gone and all and all his belongings in the street um, unsurprisingly, the Lotus, the Lotus Esprit Turbo sold within five minutes of the situation. Haley said the car is his pride and joy, but the idiot put my name on the logbook, so I just sold it. I didn't care about the money; I just wanted to get him back. There is no hope for reconciliation. Period. Bye. Garbage. Woof. Okay. The next story uh, comes from Craigslist, and so it's a little less hope, high profile. Who knows <laughs> the whole backstory? But um, in 2009, a woman who went by Rachel from Billings, Montana, listed her husband's Corvette ZR1 for $1,000 on Craigslist. She didn't give any info about the year it was made or the miles it had, so I can't figure out how much exactly the car would be worth now, but a 2019 one, which is the last year that they made the ZR1 model, cost over $120,000 new. So, uh, <laughs> you can see a picture of the post on our website. Mm -hmm. um, but it featured a stock image of the car, and <laughs> the description read... Well, my loser soon-to-be ex-husband was caught sleeping with my sister 
So his car is going up to the highest bidder. Lucky for me, the title's in my name and is signed and notarized, ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) She goes on. Bidding starts at $1,000. Bidding ends Friday as he gets back in town Sunday. So it would have to be paid in cash and picked up before Sunday. And finally, just the cherry on top, Rachel says, and if you're good looking and between 20 and 35, you may get some. <gasps> oh, so bring a camera so we can take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> we take pictures for what? Of the, of, of the buyer getting some so that they can show the husband. <laughs> Wait, getting, uh, that's a sexual getting, innuendo, right? Yes. Hmm. Okay, sure. I mean, Rachel, 20 to 35. She's It's a range. Yeah, that's the whole story. Okay, that that's crazy. <laughs> wait, wait, can we like back up to the sister part? Like Yeah. <sighs> people are really just no morals. Wait, you know both of these have had Sisters. to do with the sister. Oof. Lord Gross. help any future husband of mine that or boyfriend that wants to make a comment about my sister don't F really off. talk about her <laughs> tim shaw right yeah forgettable yeah um okay so our final story uh we are heading to australia perfect specifically the story takes place in templestow victoria where a woman took to a revenge sale website after discovering her husband cheating on her. Apparently, revenge sale websites are a thing. Like hmm. like a garage sale kind of oh, selling people's things fun. to get revenge. You know, I would uh, that, that would be one revenge I might indulge in. Yeah. Get some money out of it. Yeah. Recuperate your sunken costs or oh, whatever. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. so um there are doubts about whether or not this post is real but the anonymous uh woman listed her husband's 2010 porsche carrera 997 for a mere twenty thousand dollars when new the car sold for over 120,000 euro yeah her description read i have been married to this unfaithful poor excuse for a human being for over 25 years and yes we are wealthy (laughs) okay so to pay him back as i have rightful ownership of his precious porsche i've decided to sell it for a specific price of twenty thousand dollars she explains i figured twenty thousand is just enough for a return flight slash accommodation to europe so i can fondle with all the wealthy european men okay another theme is coming yeah. up yeah hmm. um And the responses to the post were hilarious. One person named Greg said, It's a bit of a ride from the east coast of the USA, but if your offer is legit, I'll be able to make the trip, respect, and pay your $20,000 asking price, and take you to dinner. Aw, Greg. Greg! Get in there. Yeah. Another person named Jaden said, I'll come pick it up now, and I'll take you too. (laughs) These people are just so willing bold bold and yet another named amath said i'm happy to give you twenty thousand cash and free accommodation in paris oh my gosh hello take that up yeah that seems honestly like the best deal yeah so wow um 
And uh, other women also found the original posters move funny and bold. Someone named Ash said, you go, girl. You kick his ass. You are a woman. We hear you roar. Yep. <laughs> In all caps. <laughs> Supportive. We love that. Women, women, women supporting, supporting women. women. <laughs> Happy late International Women's Day. Yeah. Um, and on our revenge episode, no less. True. Perfect. Um, and yet another said, I applaud you for hitting him where it hurts most, which is his wallet. I wish you all the best. And the sooner you get away from this two-timer, the better your life will be. Period. So there you have it. One genre of lover's revenge that is quite creative. Yes. Um, and if you think your partner might be cheating on you, get make sure to get your name on the title. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the DMV. That's so... What, do, what does it have to take? Or what does it take to get a name on the title? Like the person who it exists signature? Yeah, I think you have to, um, well, I don't know, to add somebody to the title. When you mm. get a new title, you have to, like, submit a form. So you might have to submit a form to get the new name on the title. Mm. It's probably just a form. Yeah. Okay. Just print it out. Have them well. sign it. <laughs> submit. Submit. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Wow, that's so fun. Love that. I'll have to ask yeah. my dad about those cars and see if he, like, gaffs, goffs, <laughs> scoffs at any of them. <laughs> Kylie, what is next week's theme? Okay, we've I think maybe like dipped our toe into this one Ooh. before, but we haven't done it as a theme. So uh let's do love that inspired movies. Ooh, okay. Are you saying dip toe with Hallmark and stuff? Hallmark, um that the sister one. Oh yeah okay okay i was thinking like, the time travelers uh, yeah <laughs> yeah you know the time travelers that exist in real life no that yeah. i thought about that too okay yeah yeah definitely the hallmark one uh i think yeah we should be able to find some good ones though okay i love that I'm yeah excited. perfect Yay. okay well thank you for listening everybody follow us on twitter instagram tiktok quora <laughs> reddit reddit oh <laughs> craigslist um follow us on craigslist yeah maybe we'll sell a car for a dollar if anybody wrongs us write us a bad review and we'll sell your car <laughs> <laughs> we'll get our name on the title <laughs> wait write us a review we haven't had a new oh. review for a while yeah. well get on that today could be the day today could be the day Jesse from Tennessee or wherever. North Carolina. Where is he from? Kentucky. Kentucky. Shout out to you, Jesse from Kentucky. Was it Jesse? I thought so. Anyways, bye.